We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is... With Giancarlo Nava and Ryan Goyne. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm Giancarlo Navas, and I'm here with Brian Goins. And uh, Brian, we have uh, some good some good news today. I know, I know, it's a podcast. What? We still do this? We've disappeared since game two of Indiana? Just about? And then, uh, then the Spurs happened, and then... Um, what do you want to start with? We can start with... I gotta give you choices. I gotta give you choices. Well, I was gonna say we can add, we can we can uh, we can do a quick quick five second recap of the finals. We can do a exactly. We can do a breakdown of the finals, a quick one. We can do draft, uh, heat draft. We can do uh, heat free agency, and I think a bunch of guys opted out. We could talk about that. So I'm gonna let you, Brian, steer the show. Okay. Two, Two, three. Okay. And Michael Beasley. Is that 10 seconds of NBA Finals with Brian? The only thing that I can really take away from that... The only thing I can really um, say a- analytically about that was that the Heat looked old. The Spurs had fresher legs. They had better legs. They had better shooters. The Heat just, like, decombobulated on defense. And I think, in my opinion, the biggest takeaway from that, other than Dwayne looking terrible, was that they never replaced Battier's minutes 
as a guy who can shoot and defend four positions. They never replaced that. They never replaced his minutes with a guy who can defend the way he defended and could also shoot the way he shot. So that, I think, was the biggest glaring hole was their perimeter defense. They couldn't contain the dribble every time they double teamed and trapped off pick and rolls of Spurs, literally picked them apart. And they didn't have a guy that could help LeBron contain the dribble. I mean, guys were just blowing past Dwayne and Norris and, and surprisingly Norris and Chalmers and all those guys on the perimeter could not contain the dribble. So they double teamed every time. I mean, that, but that's what they he do. They trap and they, they yeah, but they, they were able to over trap before because Chalmers was able to stay on the floor and play the passing lanes. Dwayne would play the play the passing lanes. LeBron played passing lanes. Battier was great in trap situations. Birdman's not as good as Battier in in a trap situations. And if you look how Birdman traps, they're kind of weak traps. He doesn't really wave his arms. He doesn't. No, yeah. So the defense is different. The deep. The defense has changed, and this Heat team is not a team that flies up and down the floor. I mean, they're a slow half-court team. I think they were, like, in the middle of in the league in pace. Like, No, and we knew that all season. We knew that, like, the... Oh, of course, and again... Wade, not the same guy, used to be a premier defender. Battier, not the same guy, used to be a premier defender. So, like, you know, no, he did not. No, he did not. He did not even come close to outplaying LeBron. I think LeBron averaged something like 30-something points, eight rebounds on over 50% shooting. Get out of here with that. Kawhi Leonard wasn't even, in my opinion, the MVP of his own team that series. I'd probably have Tim Duncan because, or Diaw, which is kind of weird to say, because Kawhi Leonard didn't do anything the first two games, except be in foul trouble and not do anything. So the two games the Spurs almost lost was because he didn't do anything. Because, well, LeBron ate him up. A finals MVP can't be finals MVP from the bench. Okay, but when he was on the floor, but the first two games he wasn't. Again, it's it's not. A, I'm not angry at the pick or anything. We all kind of knew, but okay. So that that's NBA final stock. We got to get that out of the way. Yeah, it was a lot. Okay, so now let's. That's your closure. Yeah, some. I don't know why you want closure from us. But uh, I think the more interesting thing was Dwayne Wade opted out today. Chris Bosh did too. Well, it, not, uh, I mean, like, they're, they're running back and forth with this story of Chris Bosch. Uh, it's reported that he is, that, well, Tim Reynolds said he has not. No, he did say he opted out. He got a confirmation from the AP. When? Literally two hours ago. Okay, but Tim Reynolds tweeted an hour ago, misread the text. Um, Chris Bosch. How you misread the text? I mean, but he, he is not, I mean, he has the same agent. As Wade and LeBron, so it's it's that he. I mean, he will opt out, right? I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure he'll opt out, Brian. Yeah, he hasn't opted out. Are you reading uh, the Tim Reynolds tweet? Yeah, I just saw it now. No. Can you you want to read it for the audience? It says Chris Bosh's agent now tells Associated Press that Bosh has not decided on the opt out decision. Not yes, not no. 
Again, Bosch's dot the slide still has two days, which is Monday. There was a miscommunication, a text to me earlier, I'm not sure on the other reports. Well, there you go. So Chris Bosch has not yet officially opted out. But he's expected. He's expected to. Yeah, he kind of is in that. He he and he's been very vocal about taking less money. So okay, so we talk about Chris, we talk about LeBron, we talk about Dwayne, all opting out essentially. Udonis as well. He'd have a record fifty-five million dollars in cap space. The only player under contract is Norris Colds and Shaboy Shabazz Shabazz Napier Shaboy. So we got those guys going, and I mean. Dwayne opting out is kind of a good sign, right, Brian? I mean, like, why would Dwayne uh, walk away from $40 million unless he knew LeBron was going to come back or had at least likely expected it? You want to know why? Why? Because they had that meeting at the Soho Beach House. Yes. And I've never been to the Soho Po Beach House. I heard it's very nice. Now, see, like, now I want to go so that you, you think that was a wink-wink? What if at dinner or lunch or I mean it was at five PM so I don't even know what that was. And they were eating salad, by the way. Which Dwayne hates vegetables. Oh well, yeah. He's he was Dwayne was kinda chunky. He had a little chunky face. What? I saw a video actually. Some guy posted a video of um the game where Wade scored a awesome um game winner basket at the whole overtime game versus the Bulls. I think it was like two thousand nine. Yes. The only thing I'll say, the the only thing I'll say about him losing the weight, is that I don't know how that's going to affect his post up game. But I do agree he needs to lose some weight. Um, you know. But I mean, we we're not going to do weight loss nutrition conversations. Could, could talk about free agency. Zucchini. No, that was not fried zucchini. That was grilled zucchini. Grilled zucchini. Dwayne's eating grilled zucchini and a nice, delicious looking steak. Yeah. Everything fried is delicious. So uh, they're at the Soho Beach House, and I feel like they're just trolling. What? Okay. They have their. They have a lot of weird stuff at the youth fair. Really? Have you seen those like donut uh, uh, burgers? Oh yeah. I don't even know if that'll taste good. I want to like, I don't know, it, it just looks so, f- like, there's so much stuff at the youth fair that's, like, bad for you. The bear claws. <laughs> oh, man. So good. Yeah, stuff that Dwayne can't eat because he was on a diet. So, so do you think, do you think these guys went to the Soho Beach House, sat at dinner, started eating salads, and be like, let's just troll the hell out of people? All laughing. I mean, do you think that's fun? Like, do you think they just, like, like, for example, today, like, like LeBron, uh, Columbia's playing Uruguay, right? In, uh, Uruguay, in the round of 16 in, in the World Cup, right? And then, uh, you know, Columbia, there's this guy named, uh, James Rodriguez. His name is spelled uh, James. So, you know, LeBron, you know, he, he, he sends out a tweet, right? (laughs) He starts talking about how great, uh, Hamas says how he's one of his favorite players, how he loves the name, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the, the tweet reads, man, watching this Columbia game, I think I have my favorite player in the world. Obviously, oh, in the World Cup. Obviously, his name helps out 
hashtag bias, hashtag number 10, hashtag James, you know, blah, blah, blah. So the funny part with that is that he starts tweeting that. And today, obviously, basketball Twitter was in a frenzy, right? Like basketball Twitter was exploding with what's going on with the heat? What are they going to do? Blah, blah, blah. So, um, hardwood Perox, uh, I don't know how to, how do you, do you know who I'm talking about, Brian? HP at, yeah, yeah, at HP basketball. Yeah, I don't know. At HP basketball, he's a great follow on Twitter. Yeah, HP, at HP basketball, he's a great follow on Twitter. Uh, Matt, his name is Matt Moore. So he tweets out basketball world. What will LeBron do? Ramble, 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 ramble. LeBron, this soccer game is cool. Like, like that's what's going on. Like, everything's falling apart. This guy's falling. Nobody's like, hey, is Bosch opting out? What's going to happen? How much less are they taking? We got Woj reporting. Is LeBron going for a max deal? All this is happening. LeBron's like, false sources, sending Bosch to Toronto. He got catfished by his sources. And then, you know, LeBron's like, man, this is fun. This soccer stuff. Yeah, and then meanwhile, Le- they're at Sowu Beach House eating salads, and LeBron's like, hey, this soccer stuff is pretty cool. LeBron also can't spell U.S. Men's National Team, the acronym U-S-M-N-T, U.S. Men's National Team. He puts them U-S-N-T-M-S-W. Like, he puts some weird thing. Great t-shirt here. What? Okay, that's stupid. No, that's bad. Just stop. I believe. I believe that we. Okay, Brian, you're not doing the chant right. You don't know the American. Listen, we are consumed. Yes, that that's what I'm doing. You have to repeat after me. But this this whole World Cup has really like. Cons- I know that some of the basketball audience isn't into World Cup, but a lot of it is. And this, I mean, soccer's been one of my favorite sports. Uh, growing up forever so it's basketball soccer tennis for me and then american football and everything else but man this world cup has been fun but by the way uh anybody who's in miami and if you want a fun atmosphere for the game go to fathos in brickle if you want to see the videos of the craziness google it youtube i have some at g navas on twitter i mean on instagram so uh check those out like that is a madhouse for those u.s men's national team games the chanting the singing the pre-gaming it's like a five-hour tailgate of drinking and partying so if go out to follows uh before any u.s game i suggest you get there a couple hours early because it gets packed and it's real fun i stay away from windows because people fly out of there apparently so uh back back to heat so this world's coming apart lebron i, I really think they're trolling brian like i think they're trolling like you know what's what? Trolling. Yeah. Trolling. They were trolling. I mean, I, I, to be honest, I don't know if they were trolling then. I don't know if. I don't really know if. I don't think that's going on. And I'll tell you why, because why, I don't, I, I, I don't, I, no, no, I don't think that's what went on in 2010. I really think Dwayne considered leaving. He really wanted to check his options. Um, in terms of here, in terms of right now, 
The only thing that concerns me about right now is that Woj, Adrian Wojnarowski, the Nostradamus of basketball, he'll tell you you're getting, he'll tell you you're going to get married before you actually get married. He tweeted out that LeBron is looking for a max contract. And if he's going to take that max contract, that's really going to handcuff Riley. And it's going to kind of put Dwayne in a really weird position. Chris Boss is seeking a $50 million contract. I don't know. And the thing. He's. Among other things. I wonder if LeBron played for free. How different. Like, let's say he was not collecting. No, I'm asking. Oh, no, 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 no. Wait, I'm asking a question. If LeBron, not, and by all means, he should not play for anything less than the max. I mean, like, anything less than the max is a gift. But let's just say LeBron was not getting checks from the Miami Heat. How does LeBron, how has his style of living changed? Yeah, it hasn't. I mean, no, I mean, it, obviously it has, but like, how much? Like, and I, that's a, that's an interesting question. I wonder, like, if he's not collecting checks from the NBA. Yeah, like, what's his life going to look like financially? I mean, I, I just think that's an interesting. I think that's the interesting conversation. Obviously, guys, adopt them. Angelina Jolie style from, like, Nigeria. I mean, obviously, the more money you have... I mean, it's not what he can buy. It's what... With $100 million? I mean, shit. Buy a new house, buy a new car, pay for school. A lot. <laughs> Did you just, like, give me $2 million? Like, is my school and house and car $2 million? I don't even think that. I'd buy a new studio. Maybe that's the, the money. Like we buy new equipment. I hire a web designer to finish. I'm, I'm, we're redoing the website, so I'd hire a web designer. To, I'd probably hire a writing staff. I'd probably steal Tom Havistro from ESPN. <laughs> you could do that. I'd, yeah, what else would I do? I'd, I'd hire a new co-host. Can you hire nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Hire I don't think I actually have enough money to hire Levitard, would I? I wonder, do, you th- do you think he gets paid in the millions? Mm, he has billions now. Fat ass Dan. Oh, I met Dan Levitard. Tell the audience that story. We heard your story on the last podcast. Mine was really strange because, like, he did an event in Midtown, and I didn't really know. I was gonna go with a buddy. Yeah, I just wanted to talk to him about you know writing and and radio and you know uh, where to go from here from college. And it kind of was really awkward because I was kind of. That's not what happened. So. I'm waiting around, and uh, he's talking to some guys. He's taking forever. I'm waiting around. I'm waiting around. I'm waiting around. Yeah, side, side bitches. He also talks to his girlfriend like a dog, like in Spanish, like "Oh, wait right here. I'll be right back. Stay, 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 stay." Like she's. I swear it was like she's retarded. It's like because like Stugatz comes over and says, "Dan, we got to get on stage to do something." And Dan's like, "Okay." He's like. Wait right here. I'll be right back. Okay. Like she didn't hear Stu God say at all. Like he was talking real slow. So I go up to him. We start talking. He like talks to me like I'm a child. 
So he's like, hi, what's your name? And I'm just like, I'm already starting to hate this meeting him thing. Cause like I was just going to world of beer to watch Oklahoma city, San Antonio. And, um, and then the, I just like, ah, whatever. I'll stop by and I'll say hi. I'll meet him. And then he's talking to me like I'm a child. And then he's like, so you're a fan of the show? And I'm explaining to him, oh, I'm a writer. You know, I'm in college. Oh, that's really nice. I meet a lot of kids from FIU. And he's talking to me like that. And then Stugatz comes. Hi, Giancarlo. Have you met Stugatz? Stugatz, this is Giancarlo. And I want to shoot myself in the face. Bomani was there. Bomani was nicer. And Bomani didn't treat me like a child. But it was weird. And then Stugatz is like, hey, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. And like Stugatz is what you'd expect him. He's, he's in sandals in some pink shorts, a yellow t-shirt. Went directly for the food. He went directly for the chips. He's also really short. He was nicer. Dan talked to me like a retard. And then I decided to leave. I talked to Bomani for a bit. He was nice. And uh, so that's my story how I met Dan. It was really awkward. I hated my life. And I never want to do it again. Anyways, moving on. His email. I, I, no, I did not. I, I know you did. You had to rub that in. I got Bomani's email though. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I did get Bomani's. Bomani's cool. Anyways, I want <laughs> probably can. <laughs> I want to ask you what yes. guys the Heat should go after because I think we're in this situation that we know that LeBron is gonna stay. I mean. We're assuming things, obviously, but knowing that Dwayne opted out, left that money on the table, leaving $40 million at his age with his health, we should assume that he knows something that we don't know yet. So uh, it seems like there's a likelihood that LeBron comes back. Now, in the event that LeBron comes back, and obviously his signing has to happen first, who are the guys that Heat are going to go after? Who do you think, at least? I want to hear this, buddy. Why not? Well, the Mellow thing is interesting, and I want to... Well, Brian, what I want to ask you is... But they lost. But I still get two really good quality players, like almost all stars. Was it was Marcin Gortat an all star yet or not? Why do you want Marcin Gortat? I love the way he plays a He can't shoot, Brian. We don't need him to shoot. Look what happens when Dwayne's on the court when he can't shoot. You wanna play two non shooters together? Because like this team is predicated on space. Okay, but that guy can't shoot either. No, he can't. Okay, I'm going to go put up shooting numbers right now. He's not... That was a... Don't, don't ask. Maybe. I dropped the mic. You listen, we are in a... Listen, I, I wish the audience could see the confined, crappy... Yeah, because Brian has his fort up, like always, and I'm in some... 
Like this, listen, and I know our, our long-standing audience understands our studio woes. There's a fucking printer falling behind me because there's no room anywhere here. I hate everything. I just want to Google Pau Gasol shooting numbers. Why is this happening? I have to be very careful now. I'm like, you should see, like, now I have an itch in my arm, and this is just terrible. I feel the printer falling again. <laughs> Why would you want Pau Gasol? Because he can't shoot. This Trevor Reza, that guy can defend and shoot. He wind, yeah. Why? We want two championships with him at the center. But why can't Bosch have more role? Until Bosch ends up shooting like 40 per- I mean, Bosch's three-point shooting is going up every year. When he's going to shoot 40% from three next year. We, we didn't win that when he was at the fourth. But the rebounding hasn't been a problem. We we out rebounded an Indiana team that had a giant in the paint. What? The thing about Powell is that, and I've heard the Powell thing a lot, is that he can't shoot, and this team needs shooters and defenders. You want to play two like we play Anders? And I want to no no I, I want to touch on the Gortat thing again. Because Birdman, you're going to have Birdman and Gortat, and I know Birdman opted out. What? Yes. I'm looking for Pau Gasol's numbers while holding a printer in place. This is a terrible show today. Okay. Mm hmm. Can't wait to read you, Pau Gasol shooting numbers. Can't wait. Can't wait. Are you just are you just explaining bird rights? So everybody knows what bird rights are. Birdman's going to get a minimum salary contract because he's 35 years old. He's 35 years old. Okay, but he's 35 years old.
The problem with Birdman is the same problem with Dwayne is that he's going to have the problem of breaking down at the end of the year because he's uh, 35 and he's a pogo stick and he's 35. And I want to get to Pau shooting numbers. Pau shoots a sizzling 38% from mid-range. Okay, see you tonight. And, and listen, Birdman doesn't shoot either, right? And Birdman's very good at defense. So I don't think with what you lose, and I know that they have a good offensive efficiency with Birdman because when they play Birdman, they play a million shooters. What you want to do is put Gortat in the starting lineup with a guy like Dwayne that doesn't shoot. And that's already been a problem. Now, Dwayne's going to have to learn how to shoot and I think that's evident to everybody in our audience and it's evident to you Brian and it's, it's clear to everybody that he has to shoot right like he has I mean you're, you're building an epic straw man we know he's not a good three point because he's not good at it He's not good at it. I mean, he's what's his high career career high? A career high is thirty five percent. That's a career high. He has to work on it. That's not listen. He was a very good mid range shooter this year. Well, three point shooting is a thing that that grows every year so if he can if he can shoot like 35 percent, which is kind of what westbrook okay well let's let's not be extreme i mean this is just a we we have been off the air for so long that we're all over the place wow this is a mess like, we just jumped from free agents to what Dwayne should do in the offseason, and we're still kind of talking about free agents. And I kind of dismiss you and Marcin Gortat. I don't like the idea of playing with... You're on fire. You've, been... You've cut me off like three times. On fire. We talking about Brian? What's my plan if I'm Riley? It's it's resign the three of them at a discounted rate. Go after. I mean, if they say, I'm asking Melo to come, and if Melo doesn't come, I'm going after Ariza, and I'm going after Gortat or Lowry. One, two of the three, if Melo doesn't come. If Melo comes, try to get Ariza. Why? I mean, who else is going to do that? Well, the, the thing with Carmelo and that I don't, a lot of people are missing is that Carmelo's a, an elite jump shooter, and he's elite in catch-and-shoot situations. Okay, yeah, but that's just like small sample size theater, and they're just crushing everybody. The only the thing I'll say about Melo is that Melo is a great jump shooter, and LeBron likes playing with jump shooters, and I don't think they're going to have a problem playing together. 
I think that um, you can be creative in how you substitute these guys. And at the end of a game, you have those three guys and Chalmers or Cole or a shooter. I, I, okay, we're going to get into that in a second. You have those three guys, you have those four guys with another shooter, and that's going to be incredibly difficult to defend. So, <laughs> and if it turns out that they're leaving Dwayne Wade by himself, who is one of the 20 greatest players ever, so you can get you can get cre- and I know a lot of people disagree with that lineup for basketball reasons. I know that you know he's not the best defender, and I know that I had to spiel in the beginning of the show about lacking uh, in perimeter defense. But those are guys that you can pick up off the bench to hold your defense down. And when those guys, you know, you got to get Melo to play defense, and he's a big body, he's athletic, he's quick. Okay, let's not talk about international ball. I think he has the ability to play defense. I know that the Heat can't. Chauncey Billups. I mean, Paul, Paul, you going to the Hall of Fame, but. Okay, but what I'm saying is that yes, you're right. He has not had very good teammates throughout it. Jeremy Lin. <laughs> Jeremy Lin. Maybe Amari Stoudemire before he got hurt. Yeah, the MVP candidate Amari Stoudemire. That was a that was a fun that was a fun couple weeks. MVP candidate Amari Stoudemire. <laughs> what happened? With what? What about it? Well, because he was throughout the first like two weeks of the season. That was, it looked like we made a mistake not going after him. Yeah, I know. We were we were we were nine and eight, and Amari was MVP candidate. I that used to be my homepage, firespo.com. That was very good times. But I want to kind of wrap this free agency thing with a ribbon because we've been all over the place. And and for our listeners, we're sorry. This is. I mean, you're you're already going, so. I mean, Brian. Are you just reading off of the website? I'm peeking over the fort. You're saying for them to sign a one-year contract? Yes. You reach. Okay. You have Carmelo sign a max contract for five or six years. Okay. Carmelo's going to be the one who's going to be That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. So stupid. There's a lot of reasons why we shouldn't do that. Number one, Dwayne Dwayne Wade has the over 30. Okay, the very very nice and good. But Dwayne Wade has that over 36 rule. 
Okay, but he you can't sign him for a year and then sign him for four years. Okay, because then he'll be 36. No, you can't. No, you can't. Okay, well, he's wrong because in a year, Dwayne's going to be 33 and then he'll be 36 in three years. So then you can't because of the over 36 rule in the cap. Listen, the way they got to get mellow is they all got to take around 14 and a half million, sign for 14 and a half million, and then roll with the punches. Now, the, the, the only discussion with Melo is can you get other talent around them if you get Carmelo? I don't think they're going to get Carmelo. You definitely can't get Carmelo. <laughs> the only player you might, I don't even know if Ruiz is willing to get picked up at this point. And he kind of banked it a little bit. And he had a great, he had a, he was in a contract year. He had a good year. I don't know if he's still at the age where he's, how old is he right now? He's like 33? Ariza's not like that. Oh, man. Is that the mini mid level or the mid level? We don't have a mid level. The mid level would be if all if we basically did not sign any outside free agents, just re-signed the big three and went over luxury tax to keep them all for bird rights. Then if we go over the cap, then we could just use the we can use a big mid level, which is like five point five. You are you are verse in capology. Yeah, I know. Okay. But then again, does it really matter? Like, it puts you in a situation where you just get one player for five point five million dollars, or if the big three take pay cuts, you can get more than the five point five. You can get that if you're trying to target player. I don't know if you're trying to target for five point five. So you don't want Melo. I'm gonna have to get players at this point. Okay, that's fine. And then you 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 wrap up some loose ends. I, I, I kind of want Lowry. I definitely want Lowry. I've been ba- I've been very and I've gone back and forth with, within this the show. The thing is with him, his spacing. He's really good three-point shooter, but the thing is, he's he's he can create his own shot, and he's really good in spot shooting. So he basically fills both roles for this team. No, and he's another guy to bring the ball up and to run. He can run the offense and relieve some pressure off and he LeBron. Plays really good defense. He plays really good defense. He's a good defender. He's a he's a plus and defender. Ariza, Ariza Z. I mean, I I I mean, I Kyle Lowry is a poor man's Russell Westbrook. He he's like you know, if you if you're in a vacuum of a stat sheet. Yeah, but your poor man's Russell Westbrook. Not he's not as good as a finisher. He's not a good finish. He's not a good. He's not a good defender as Russell. Russell Westbrook's better at him than anything but three point shooting. Well, Russell Westbrook is made in a lab. My favorite player, made in a lab. Anyways, so the mellow thing—it's it's always back and forth with me, and I know that he yeah, fans. Some want it, and some don't. And some days I want it. Why do you think you get this Pau Gasol thing that you do? That's, that's, that's how I feel about this free agency. It, it's very interesting how this is going to play out. Melo's, the Heat are reportedly not even on the teams that Melo's going to visit, and I wouldn't blame him. We don't have cap space to begin with. Well, now we do. At the time, we do. But, I mean, I, I think that that's something he calls up. Like, yo, LeBron, what should I, like, go there or what? Like, I, I feel like. That's something that they discussed. Now I want to put a ribbon. There's so much, time to July There's so much free agency to talk about. I I do I do want to put a nice ribbon on this, and say that Melo is an elite jump shooter. He's also not a good defender. I do feel like he can play defense. I understand all the reasons why. It's also a giant middle finger to America and to all of sports. 
if Carmelo joins these three guys, and they should go after Darko Milicic because that would just be amazing. Yes, just like <laughs> I don't want him, but he's okay. He's a good defender. The dead age thing, man. Like you're going after old guys, and we already did the old guy thing. Okay. I mean, I guess, but it's a boy. Um, the Lowry thing is interesting, and I actually do really like the Lowry thing. I also love the idea of Trevor Ariza here. Gortat as well, even though I don't like the fact that he doesn't shoot. He's a mid. He can shoot the mid range better than Powell, but I do love pace and space. The Channing Fry thing is that Channing Fry doesn't play defense, and again, and again, this is all very complicated because it's such a weak free agency class. And I don't know what direction they're going to go. I don't know if they're going to go offense. I don't know if they're going to go defense. I don't know if this defense thing can be fixed in house because that was a glaring problem for them in the finals against a team that was just better than they were. So I, I don't, I mean, the Heat are going to go after guys that can max like Udonis Haslam, Mike Miller, um, Bruce Bowen, guys that maximize their talent, that work hard, that maximize their talent to beyond what they should be. Those are the guys that Heat like. We've seen it over and over and it's a pattern with them. Joel Anthony, everybody that they try to take, that they, the, uh, Battier, Birdman, guys who have limited ability that go above and beyond because of their intelligence, because of their work ethic. Those are the guys that he'd have gone after. So we're going to, except for Michael Beasley, which I was just really bizarre of them to do. But regardless, those, they have a history of going after guys like that. And again, I don't know if they're going to go defense or offense, but it's going to be, it's going to be a combination. It's going to be interesting to see. What? Hmm. I mean, but Luol Deng would command more money than Trevor Ariza, although he didn't have a very good season. The shooting, though, if we're going to get those wings, I want them to shoot. Those wing guys have to shoot threes. Like, I, And I think that that's lost all the time, that like, we need the shooting. We did not have that last year. And another thing is, what's Ray going to do? He wants to play with LeBron, he said. So, I mean, I guess we can expect the big three back, Ray Allen back, Udonis Haslam back, Norris Cole, Shabazz, Shaboy! I expect Mario Chalmers to be back. I know you don't. I know a lot of people don't. I expect him to be back. I don't, I don't even suspect that Shaboy is going to play a lot. Uh, there's a feeling that Greg Oden's going to come back. James Jones is probably going to come back. Huh? Is he, are they gonna keep him? Are you, that he's gonna be on this on the. Well, you have to make the roster. I don't think he'll make the roster. I mean, how many do we have? The big three: Yadonis, Ray, Shaboy, Cole, Chalmers. Huh? I said Haslam. Uh. Yeah, so we're around. Oh, I, I, I don't think they're gonna keep him. Uh, Odin is a guy that I know that they haven't given up on yet. Maybe uh, I know Ethan Skolnick uh, of Bleacher Report. Uh, 
have a, has a strong feeling that Odin's going to be back. They don't think Beasley's going to be back. So, again, fell out those holes. I mean, we need youth, obviously. Maybe James Ennis is a guy that comes in and can contribute as a wing. I don't know how he shoots. Um, again, Lowry, Ariza, guys who can defend and, and play offense. We remember what happened with Joel Anthony in those Indiana games. How he just couldn't do offense and all he did was play defense and they, they couldn't keep him on the floor because they wouldn't guard him. It just constipated their offense. No, he's a very good offensive player. He's great in the pick and roll. He can shoot the ball. Oh, he, can, he can defend. He will. It, it, it's like a Udonis thing. Well, Birdman didn't kill the spacing either. So, you know, when I think of the Birdman thing, I think, well, you know, if Gortat can kind of be like Birdman who dives to the rim and all that, um, it's not like uh, Gortat posts up a lot. Um, and, and that he kind of posts up with their guards. And we do play a lot of pick and roll. That's what the Heat love. They love high pick and roll with shooters. Spread pick and roll. Spread pick and roll. That's what they do. And Gortat flourished in Phoenix and in Orlando on spread pick and rolls with Jameer Nelson and Steve Nash. So he, that'll be a role he's comfortable in. I don't know how much money he's going to command. This is really his first time I will say this, though. Coming from a European family, European people really love Miami. Yes, it's something that every time they come, they enjoy. Well, remember, in Europe, it's very cold. Uh, outside of maybe Naples, and, and like, I know it gets hot in the summer. But Europe's very different from Miami. Been to Europe. Uh, I have a lot of family from Europe. It's very different, and it's, it, it's different with the sense of familiarity. Hispanic people have a certain way of European people, and Hispanic people really get along, at least I've seen. It might be somewhere that he's interested in living. Like, I think we can all tell that Ray Allen loves it here. Savannah? Who goes to vacation in Akron? I know it's where you're from, but it's fucking Akron. Oh my God. You know, I went to Jacksonville to cover the U.S. men's national team. I'm gonna sound like a I'm gonna sound like a brat. I went to Jacksonville to cover the U.S. men's national team, and Jacksonville had like five buildings. And I thought, holy shit, it sucks here. Why are we here? This I hate this place. It was a ghost town on Friday for lunch. Nobody was in a restaurant. It was empty. Like, I can't believe. I don't know. You know, and when you're rich and famous, I know that you know you can make your fun anywhere you go. But man, Miami's like. Walk Ocean Drive on a Saturday night. You tell me if like a famous rich person doesn't want to be here. I'm asking, like you do it. Like I, I, you know, I went to the beach the other, uh, a couple weeks ago with the, uh, I had a friend come in, and uh, because you're underage, we can't go to Willie's and have fun and drink and go to clubs. So boy, so like. Miami's a lot of fun, and I don't think people want to leave here, especially when you're rich. <laughs> it's a lot of fun when you have money. It is. You can eat your salads with your boys. You got Will Mansell following you around. You got Horny Fiorentino. You got Jose Pineda. Eric Reed. You got Jax. Come on, look how much fun it is. You can play golf in Doral. So... 
Oh, this this free agency is gonna give us headaches. July first is uh, the a uh, Monday. What's Monday the thirtieth? No, no, Monday is the opt out day. July first is a Thursday. Well, no, July third is a Thursday. July second is Tuesday. The day the U.S. play. Oh my God! So much stuff is gonna happen. Oh my God! Oh, and then we got we got James Rodriguez, future Miami FC midfielder, who was seen on Twitter wearing, wait for it, a LeBron James jersey. James Rodriguez of Colombia, the breakout star in this World Cup. In the world's biggest sporting event, its biggest star from the tournament, was wearing a LeBron James jersey. Who was allegedly involved in this Miami FC project? LeBron James. Miami, Colombian, Colombian vibe. James Rodriguez, come home, my friend. The MLS is waiting. By the way, I want to get a little draft talk in, and it's mostly Woj talk. Man, that guy's good. Like, Woj was like four picks ahead of us. For Woj? For Woj? If it ain't Woj, it ain't real. Draft was fun, mostly, yeah, was fun. mostly because we'll, I know draft. you want to read some tweets? Sure. <laughs> so, uh, at Dragonfly Jones, how hasn't Boozer been amnestied yet? He's like your coworker who avoids your boss when he's about to get fired, except it's been working. So that's a great one. Um, there was a game called hashtag Buker Source. So, uh, you know, what was Buker Source? Right, like so, people were making jokes, and then um, yeah, Dan trolling him. So this game hashtag Buker Source, and then uh, this guy named uh Rashad at Rashad A L A I E Y A N. Uh, his Buker Source was Manti Teo's girlfriend. So I think I, I think uh, I think he won the game. Now, what perhaps is one of my favorite Twitter activities? Uh, I read this this morning. Brandon Rush, I believe he's of the Golden State Warriors. I don't know where Brandon Rush is now. Yeah, uh, he goes, my last time flying with that USA Airways. USA, have you seen this? So, so USA Airways tweets back, we don't like to hear this, comma, Brandon. What happened? Question mark. Brandon Rush responds with, fuck out of here. This is just great. This is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy named Basie Croc tweets, 
Shabbat is finding out he got traits to he is like when you marry a chick and then find out her family is rich. Oh, that's a good one. And that's exactly like, dude, how happy did Shabbat? Not like that Minnesota guy. Did you see the Minnesota guy who was like, fuck me? That was the best. Shaboom. I'll go. Napier for three. Shaboom. Shaboom. Uh, did you hear the guy say South Yes, yes. Uh, the, the capologist. I don't remember his name. Sean Penn. Man, that was funny. Um, <laughs> Chris Cochran, 790, tweets out, Seven Nation Army on loop after hearing the news today, which I could not agree with more. Yes. No. I have had enough of that during the soccer games. Oh, <laughs> another funny one from Steven Toros. <laughs> uh, during the, the, the penalties of today's Brazil-Chile game, uh, Woj is going to give away the results of every PK seconds before it happens because of the of the draft. So this has been... um. Dude, Woj, Woj is the man. Woj is the man. Again, if it ain't Woj, it ain't real. <laughs> I also like this one, too. This Knicks and Nets rivalry stuff is getting kind of sad at this point. Retweet with Clyman. Herpes versus AIDS, pretty much. Oh, my God. That's so bad. Why are we like this? <laughs> <laughs> That's so offensive. Oh my god. Explain that to the audience, please, because that was weird. Well, it doesn't make any sense because, first of all, he's not free agent. So we don't have to trade for him. And he's making $9 million a year for his last year. So unless the Heat wanted to sign the big three to one year deals, have them as an expiring contract, and then go after what Kevin Durant and Love next year. Then I guess, yeah, maybe. But that's, that seems like a long shot because, you know, why would LeBron want to stay for one more year for him? I mean, yeah. That doesn't make any sense. There's not, outside of Kendrick Perkins doesn't play good anymore. He's a, he's a liability. He's basically every aspect of Kendrick basketball. Perkins not good at basketball. Screen. Screen. Basketball. He can, he can set screen. That's such, hold on. That's such like a bad compliment to get, like, he's a good screener. Yeah, like, that means you're not good at basketball. When you get hit with you're a good screener, you're not good at basketball anymore. So, so this guy brought Slayer tweets. If the Heat trade for Kendrick Perkins, I'm not with the Who said that? Rob Slayer. That's funny. Like LeBron is good at screening, and he never gets called a good screener. Okay? So, like, if you get called a good screener, you stink at basketball. So, um, there's that. And <laughs> again, guys, there's a lot to be held. We're going to have more podcasts. Uh, we're kind of sponsored by Miami Night. I don't even know if we are sponsored by Miami Night, but if we are, we we check check them out on their Facebook page, uh, Miami Night on Facebook. They're they're cool, and I just want to let you guys know that we're updating the website. Uh, we're taking writers. Whoever wants to write for us, we're gonna have a, a blog to write. Uh, we're still deciding names for the blog and everything. So if you have ideas, send it to us. Uh, at Heatbeat, my, my at Miami Heatbeat on Twitter. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Genavis103, at by Brian Goins. And be on the lookout. Uh, he, he, he be Miami.com is going to be getting some renovations. 
Is it called MiamiHeatBeat.com or HeatBeatMiami.com? HeatBeatMiami.com is getting some renovations. So stay tuned for that. We're going to make it fun, interactive with pictures and articles and, and a lot of, a lot of cool stuff. So check out that stuff. And until next time, guys, I mean, uh, lots of free agency stuff, lots of news. This podcast was all over the place and, uh, we're going to be more consistent. Obviously, off the off season, we're going to be spaced out more, but we'll get you. Don't worry. I believe that Brown will stay. I believe that Brown will stay. I believe that Brown will stay. Screw yourself, Josh Freeman. It's a boy.